for our revolution. Rev Talk Radio. Rev Talk Radio. You're listening to You're Rev listening Talk Radio. You're listening to Rev Talk Radio. Rev Talk Radio. Rev Talk Radio. Bringing you ideas that inspire. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Rev Talk Radio, bringing you ideas that inspire. My name is Randy, and this month's episode is all about positivity. Joining me here in the studio are my good friends, Dave and Scott. Fellas, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you guys. Hope all's well. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Glad to be on the show again with you guys and looking forward to a great show. Guys, it's turning out to be a fantastic holiday season. I think Rev Talk Radio is turning into be a fantastic show where we're really able to reach out and uh, tell a lot of the Signature Nation all about some of the things that we've got going on. And speaking of the things we've got going on, we've got positivity happening this month. That's right, Randy. Uh, I'm I am super excited about this episode. Uh, it just so happens I was tweeting online with uh, Zappos one day, and uh, lo and behold, I was like, hey, would love to work with you guys sometime. And they're like, sure, how could we do that? And I said, well, I teach and do interviews, and what do you think? And lo and behold, here we are today, um, thanks to the graciousness of Zappos and doing an interview with them. So I am super excited about the way this is uh, played out and looking forward to it. Definitely a positive culture over there. So looking forward to finding out. I don't know how you how you got that pulled off, brother, but I'm pretty jazzed. L- looking forward to meeting our host. Um, so why don't you get on with telling us who we have, man? Will do. Um, guys, I am, I am super excited to introduce you to John Wolski. Um, who actually, his job title is, he's a cultural evangelist for Zappos. How cool is that? Uh, He works with their insights group, uh, and he goes around and spreads the culture and teaches people what happens, the magic that happens at Zappos. So he's just a great guy, going to teach us about uh, Zappos. So uh, I'm I'm just super excited. And and, and John, want to get right into it. For our listeners who may not know too much about Zappos, why don't you describe what Zappos is and what your role is at Zappos? Yeah, absolutely. So kind of by function, we are a, uh, an online retailer. We sell shoes and clothing and accessories on a website. Uh, but much, much more than that, we're really um, focused on our culture as an organization. Um, so the insights department that I'm a part of uh, actually just shares, using our case study and approach, why do we do what we do at Zappos to help businesses and leaders really figure out how they can change what they're doing. And not to say that we have it all completely nailed down and perfect, but to say, have you thought about these different aspects or the purpose to um, certain aspects and things that you do? So my role as the culture evangelist is actually to travel around the world and do keynote speeches on organizational culture and customer service. So I know it's a tough job, but uh, somebody's got to do it. Dude, what a what a job, man. That is, I love it. I love it. So that's, I, I tell you, that's why we were so excited to interview you because, you know, we've heard about the the really cool, amazing culture that exists at Zappos. You know, there's just a ton of internet businesses out there, but you guys seem to really do some, um, some great things. So can you give us some specifics? What exactly happens at Zappos to create this culture? I mean, we've heard about it forever, but come on, man, how do you do that? I think the most important part is actually the people, um, but you know, many steps before that is is defining the culture. 
So by, by virtue of having a very clearly defined set of, of core values and culture that, that very clearly calls out behaviors, then we get to hire these people into the organization, the right people for Zappos. So um, skill fit is still definitely important when we bring people in, but the culture fit aspect is actually one half of the interview process. So we bring people in who are aligned with our values and, and will live the culture of Zappos, no matter what role they're doing or what department they're in. And that really, I think, is the secret, is that we bring in great people. Um, we then kind of trust them to do what they're supposed to do um, because they already have the guidelines. The guidelines are those core values. That's, uh, that's really cool. Now, let me, somebody asked you a quick question on those values. So you set those expectations on the front end. Do you have some accountability if folks aren't practicing that? We have a ton of accountability. Um, we don't actually have one department uh, or person who's go going around as the culture police. We have currently over 1,500 people in our office here in Las Vegas, and they're all responsible for the culture. So if I see something that I feel is in violation of the behaviors that are laid out in the core values, it's my responsibility to speak up, to say, hey, you know what, um, when you were talking badly about that other person, that's not building a positive team and family spirit. Right, because that's one of the core values and we have those expectations, those behaviors. So people really understand and also if I don't call it out when I see it, um, I'm doing everybody here a disservice because it's going to become more more common, more common until it's rampant and then we're not li really living those values. Wow, that's cool. Sounds like our sacred six, huh guys? Yeah, sounds like it. That's the one thing I really enjoyed. Um, for those of you who are listening, I actually worked at Zappos for a few years, um, about six years ago. Uh, in their video content program. And that's the one thing that I loved about their culture was the the whole idea of positivity and the whole idea of um, kind of looking after one another. I know that um, me and, and, and the experiences that I had working there, we, you know, we were all kind of a big family. We were kind of a family um, in the middle of a family at the video department. And people would go through things and there was always someone there to help lift each other up. And no matter what it was that you're going through, whether it be, um, you know, troubles at home or financial problems or, or just troubles with whatever it is that you're going through, there was always someone there that was willing to kind of help lift you up and, and, and kind of pull you through. And so you never really felt like you were just going to work. It always felt like you were going home uh, and you just so happened to get paid for it. <laughs> Yeah, one of our core values there is, is build a positive team and family spirit. Um, and as Randy said, that's it's just huge. Um, I recently went through um, seven months of, of having a baby in the uh, in the neonatal intensive care unit. Um, and exa exactly the, the sentiment that Randy said, like, you're going through stuff in, in your life, and it's not like, oh, no, that thing's going to creep in and, and, and tear us apart. It's more like, as a family, we're going to surround each other. Um, because, because we want you to get through it and we want you to have good outcomes um, because this isn't just the place you go to work. Yeah, that was it, it was it was it was always really cool about going in. I worked in the um, the fulfillment center here in the Louisville, Kentucky area. And um, we had it was the big warehouse. And of course, there was all the stuff and you had all the safety features and everybody had to be super safe. But there was one cool area that was kind of set aside for for games. We had a stage set up and people could go and just relax. And on their downtime, we had karaoke. I mean, any time of the day, you'd go down there and you'd see people just cutting it up, having a great time, goofing off, relaxing. And then when it was time to get back to work, it was, all right, we got to get back to work. Let's go do it. And and it just seemed to make people want to work harder so that they could enjoy those off times as well. It was really, really a, a fantastic place to work. 
And, and the idea behind that was, uh, and, and you understand this, Randy, the core value number one, which is deliver wow through service, doesn't just mean if you're here in, in Las Vegas in the contacts that are talking to customers on the phone every day, uh, or if you're the person delivering, you know, putting the boxes in the, in the packages in Shepherdsville, you know, you have a very, a very focused job that is a part of the experience, but deliver wow through service goes in all directions as well. And that's a way that we said mm -hmm. to the folks, um, to the folks in the fulfillment center, we want to give you guys a chance to, to, to break free as well. And we want to make this a great experience for you. And we know full well that without cracking the whip as much, you get great work out of people because you've given them that small chance to break free and express their personalities. That's awesome. Hey, hey, John, you mentioned something early on about um, making sure that you hire people who are a good culture fit. Um, why don't you talk to us a little bit about that? Like, how do you do that? Because you know, a lot of companies will say that, but obviously Zappos is really good at doing that. So why don't you just describe some of the tactics or techniques you use to really make sure you hire someone who's, who you think is a good culture fit? The first thing we had to do after we uh, defined the core values themselves was then codify how do we hire this. Um, and again, to take a, a step back, when you're looking at really an organization's culture and, and being intentional about it, um, I think the first step really is to define it. And then the second step, which is a harder step, is to commit to it. And so that, that was the commitment. It was, okay, now we really have to say, um, beyond do I feel like I would hang out with this person and have a beer after work, um, how do we codify that they're, they're going to live these behaviors that we've called out? So we have between 10 and 20 questions per core value that we might ask during the interview process. And the interview process is also not just one person responsible for the whole interview. So you'll have recruiters and recruiters assistants, and they focus on the culture side, those 10 questions, 10 to 20 questions per core value, um, to really see the culture fit in general with the organization. And some of those questions for our core values, um, um, one of my favorites is, is just, we'll ask flat out, how weird are you? A scale of one to 10, because we have a core value of uh, create fun and a little weirdness. But at the heart of that core value isn't we want crazy people all the time. Uh, we want people who are willing to express themselves and bring their whole selves to work. So if you're like, I'm a 10, I'm crazy. Well, that's probably not a good fit for you because you need to be able to rein it in. Uh, but if you're like, oh, I don't know, I'm a 2, I'm kind of boring, um, you might not be a great fit here because there are going to be people who, be people who are 7s and things. Um, we'll ask <laughs> one of my, another one of my favorite questions. They're, they're all my favorite questions because <laughs> I just love the process. But, <laughs> Um, if you had a theme song that played every time you walked into a room, what would your song be and why? So there's no wrong answer for it. You know, if, if you say Cop Killer and then ex expand on, on why that's your favorite song and it's, and it's really negative, maybe it'll be a negative for us. But, you know, you, what we're asking for is are you willing to think about your personality and say this would be my theme song? So mine would, uh, would be Steve Ray Vaughan's Couldn't Stand the Weather. Just because after the intro part, it grooves so hard. <laughs> we, we have candidates who will stop us in the interview and say, oh, I thought this was a, a job interview. And it's like, well, it, it was. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, That's great. These are our questions. And if, if, if this interview doesn't make sense to you, then, then working here is not going to. Yeah, and if you want to see the, the whole list, again, these are the questions we ask for our specific core values, and they might not work for, uh, for your group, but you can go to zapposinsights.com, and on the main page there's an area that you can do a little download. You put your name and email address, and one of those items that you get in the download is actually all the questions that we might ask for the interview process. That's awesome. Very That's cool. That's so cool. So, so John, John, you know that we're, we're a long-term care company. We, we have nursing homes and long-term care facilities, and, and we, we're about caring about people. Um, 
and so what I want to, what I want our leader, our our viewers to hear, our listeners to hear, is what recommendations do you have for our leaders? Um, how can they take what you've seen at Zappos and how could they apply it in a long-term care facility? And, you know, some may be thinking, man, there's Zappos or an online retailer. We, it, it doesn't apply to us at all. Um, but I, I tend to disagree. I think that what you're talking about can apply anywhere to anyone. So if you were, you know, talk directly to our listeners, what do you think they could do to apply the things that work at Zappos? Yeah, I know it's definitely a, probably a more serious environment at times um, than we might have here in, in a dot-com on, you know, near the West Coast. Um, but I think to always remember that you, that you are working with people, whether that's, you know, your client, the person you're caring for, um, whether it's their family, um, who are deeply affected by the care that they're receiving at, at that time. Um, I know right now I have my wife's grandmother who's in a long-term care facility uh, back in, in Maryland. Um, and you know it's really important that she's getting good care in this in this part of her this part of her life. Yeah, but then also think about if you're a leader, those folks that you're working with. Um, and so I won't say that are working for you, because we're all working together. Uh, our goal is always the same. It's it's to get the job done, to do a good job, to take care of folks, to show them uh, that we want them to to really essentially have the best that they can have in in that time in their life. And so. I think if you remember as a leader that the people that you're working with are equally as important and if you can maybe swallow it and say they're more important than you are to the care that's being delivered and remember that every day like they're the folks really giving face-to-face -face care or they're the people who are setting things up on the phone and, and making sure that, that appointments are made and things are really taken care of. Um, and don't forget that when, when things are rough, um, that they are people too, and so you have to get the job done, um, but there has to be a way for them um, to connect with each other, to get to know each other better. And when you know that you have a supportive team and, and group working together, um, it's, it's a little easier to get through those hard times. And then I think if you can think, if you can look at those, those small things that people are doing, um, that while they might do them frequently, really make a big difference. And if you can say, you know, like I've, I've noticed this small thing, um, and the positive effect it's had and, and start some sort of a recognition um, for not just the service and, and, and the work, but if you can look at how the team treats each other and look for those positive aspects as well. We actually have one of our recognition programs at Zappos is peer-to-peer -peer and culture-driven. Every employee, um, every once a month, can give somebody else in the company a $50 employee bonus. And it's the when you put your sentence in for your paragraph for why they get the bonus, it's about how they wound you or how they lived one of these core values um, for you and made your life better. And so maybe it's not $50 for every employee. Um, we actually have to, have to encourage people to use that program because we all do the math and we go 1,500 employees times 12 months a year times $50. Holy cow. <laughs> Um, so really when somebody wows you, you've got that tool in your pocket and you want to say thanks. On the smaller scale, we've got these things called Zollers, they're Zappos Dollars, they look kind of like a mix of Malopony, Malopony, wow, Monopoly money, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and we then have a, a small store uh, with, with both fun and useful items that you can then use your, your Zollers for. But I think really the most important aspect of both those programs is that it's saying thank you, it's noticing, it's, it's keeping top of mind that these are the behaviors we're looking for 
and let's not forget to say thanks when people actually do them. I think um, when there are clear expectations and we all have the same expectations and we live them, kind of at times they just become, okay, that's just that's what we do. And somebody might do something that is above and beyond for you um, and you just kind of don't think of it as above and beyond because it's what we do. And so we want to make sure that, that while it is what we do and it should be what we do, you're looking for those chances to say, hey, thank you, because that thank you really means a lot to the person who did something that is just what we do. And they get to see a chance, uh, they get a chance to see how it made a difference for you and it made your life more positive. That's, uh, that's really cool. Sure to appreciate that feedback. Uh, it, it's, it's not uncommon. You talk to leaders sometimes and they like to recognize the above and beyond, but really when you think about it and you look around, how many above and beyonds happen during the course of the week? You know, maybe 10, maybe even if we were lucky and we had 20 or 100, right? There's a, there's a hundred things that we could recognize, but you know, there's a thousand things that go on around us every day that I'd like to see more of. And so I, I love your point there that if we could just be observant and see those little things and, and encourage people to see the little things that make the day better and make work better and make our customer experience better and be intentional about seeing that and recognizing that. I, I really appreciate that feedback. Thank you. It's very good. Absolutely. And I think too, as leaders, if, um, if you can schedule some time, one, you know, one session of five to ten minutes a week and look back over the meetings you've had and the discussions you've had with, with your team and ask yourself, is there a one percent change that I can make? Maybe you had to give tough feedback and is there a one percent change that I can make in the way I give this feedback to make sure that it's, it's helpful um, and not just telling somebody they've made a mistake. So little things like that, I think, I think leadership often, um, they do a great job um, and, and they recognize people and, and their people do a great job, but we all have a chance to learn and grow. And I think if you look for those small changes that you can make, what happens is uh, it's kind of contagious, right? Flu season is coming up, so it's just like the flu. You do something slightly different that's better and more positive, the rest of the people on your team are going to try to even, even subconsciously find What's that thing that I can do that's slightly different and better? Because now it's being given as an example that, that we should be thinking about ways to make things more positive. Those are some great suggestions, John. Thanks so much for, for joining us today on, uh, on Rev Talk Radio. Guys, I, uh, John, I want to be uh, cognizant of your time. I want to be, um, we're, we're, we're kind of, we're getting close to our time here. We want to make sure that uh, you can get back to doing what you're doing and, and so I think we're going to go ahead and, and we'll call it a, a, an end to the episode. Guys, um, I know we've learned a ton from John. I think we can take a lot of what we've got here and our listeners can learn a ton of what he's kind of presented to us. I think we can take this back, our leaders that are listening, I think we can take this back and, and kind of not just wrap it into um, like the current holiday season, but also into just um, you know life after the new year and kind of embedding that into who we are at the um, – at the facility level. I think that would be really cool. And, um, and actually speaking of the facility level, dun, 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 this week's or this month's, uh, challenge, uh, we usually have a game, but this month we're going to have a listener challenge for you listeners there, uh, out in signature land. Um, we w- are going to encourage you to give us, send us pictures or videos of how you create a culture or an atmosphere of positivity within your facility. And those can be emailed to Scott at sgenetti at signaturehealthcarellc.com. 
Um, that's S-G-I-N-N-E-T-T-I at SignatureHealthCareLLC.com. And we will be picking a winner five days after this podcast airs. So after five days, the winners will be announced. We'll send out an email to let everybody know who creates the best uh, atmosphere and culture uh, of positivity within their facility. So at that, fellas, I think um, I think we're going to call it a day. What do you guys say? Well, what's the winner going to get? Yeah, you forgot the most important part, brother. Tell them what they get. Oh, that's right, man. I absolutely forgot. Okay, so because it's holiday season, we want to invite you guys to give us these videos, these picks. We are going to choose the best one, and the best one will actually receive a 20% discount coupon for Zappos.com by our most gracious guest, John, uh, at Zappos. Very All right. Cool. Well, uh, hey, that's, uh, that's awesome. And uh, John, again, we appreciate you making the time to teach us and help us make a great culture at Signature Healthcare, um, and you're out changing the world. It's no doubt to me why they call you evangelists. So we thank you for evangelizing to our crew and our our, uh, our stakeholders and leaders, and we just thank you so much. And guys, it's been a great show. And uh, so with that, we will close out. And uh, and again, to all you listeners, uh, keep, uh, keep inspiring others, uh, keep the ideas coming, and we look forward to next month's show. Uh, and as we say at the end of every show, Viva la Revolution! Viva la Revolution!